When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Who is dancing right now? Miami Heat fans are definitely dancing right now. Is uh, Don't poke the bear. You poked the wrong bear there, Grant Williams. And uh, voila. If you, if you didn't think Jimmy Butler could take it to another level, of course he did last night. So the Heat won 11-105 to against the Boston Celtics. So now the Heat take not one but two on the road in Boston. Not one, but two. How about that? Denver, 2-0, and but they're at home. They're supposed to win at home. Best home record in the NBA. Now tonight, uh, they travel to Los Angeles, and they're taking on the Lakers at the Crypto.com Arena, which the Lakers should win tonight. The uh, Denver Nuggets uh, kind of uh, stealing a script, a page, out of the Golden State Warriors playbook and the fact that this season, Golden State, just like The Denver Nuggets, really great at home, not so great on the road. The Denver Nuggets, not as bad as the Golden State Warriors on the road, uh, but definitely uh, don't shine. And I'm I'm sure for another number of reasons, their fan base, number one, and number two, the altitude that definitely plays a a huge factor and a huge role in their success this season. And of course, we saw that in game one with the Lakers going down as, as much as they did in the first quarter, in the first half. But nonetheless, uh, again, Anita Marks with you. Harvey and Joe producing the show this afternoon. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing well, Anita. Yourself? I'm I'm good. I took a Soul Cycle class this morning. So uh, juice is flowing. Blood is fo- flowing. And, uh, and here with you guys for the next three hours. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I was asking... Uh, both Harvey and Joe, before we 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 started this show, you know we're, what we're driving the callers for Dan Grassa, and uh, you guys. So you guys said uh, you said Mets or Yankees. Well, both. I mean, the baseball is all the baseball is happening. So Mets. Big well, win. not really because the Mets in, in Cleveland have been postponed because of the horrible well, rain. So yes, really. I mean, all the baseball is happening yesterday, today, mm-hmm. all the baseball, all the time. Big wins by the Yankees and Mets. All so. the baseball, all the baseball, all the time. That's right. Sounds like a nice Y tagline. I know. I, I'm like, I'm like, is there a hashtag here that we need to create at some point? Uh, so, and and the, uh, interesting, you said Jim Brown. You also got some calls in regard to Jim Brown today, and again, uh, our prayers uh, for all of us here at 98.7 ESPN go go out to the Jim Brown family. Um, unfortunate passing, uh, arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL, of course, all his his time and his tenure with the Cleveland Browns. And uh, I'm sure folks up here in the Northeast know Jim Brown, arguably the best lacrosse player to ever grace our presence, to ever walk on earth. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that he was a better lacrosse player than he was a football player? I didn't know about the lacrosse until I, you know, read the obituary and, and started to look into it. I knew he was in a tremendous, tremendous track star. Um, yeah, but mo- yes, I, I mean, listen, uh, multi-athlete, obviously, 
Um, but some of the best stories in regard to Jim Brown is, is how, like, he didn't like to wear pads. That was another thing. When he played football, he just, he didn't like to wear any type of pads. So he would wear the least amount of pads and had the least amount of protection possible. When he ran the football, he just felt that it would, it would constrict him, that it would, um, hamper him and in, in his success. So that was one thing that stood out to me in regard to Jim Brown. Um, another again was, you know, he played uh, lacrosse at Syracuse, and and again many, and again I'm I'm not a lacrosse expert in any way, shape, or form. In fact, um, the first time I even uh, heard of lacrosse was I had moved to Baltimore, Maryland, and I was I'll never forget. I was I went grocery. And keep in mind, I'm born and raised in in Miami, Florida. We didn't play lacrosse down there. Like like lacrosse was not a sport in South Florida. So had no idea what lacrosse was. And lacrosse was a, a northeastern sport. And so um, I, I moved to Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm, I'm, I'm at the grocery store shopping, my first grocery store experience. And all these mothers are in the grocery store with their sons and their daughters with these sticks that they're swinging around and trying to keep this ball inside the net. And I'm like, what is this? And why is everybody walking around with this? So anyway, uh, very, very... Uh, nice gentleman who used to print and, and still does produce one of the weekly sports magazines in Baltimore, Maryland. His name is Stan Charles. Um, he invited me to a lacrosse game and it just so happened. The first lacrosse game he invited me to was Duke against Virginia. So talk about starting your lacrosse knowledge with a bang to the best at that point in time I want to say they were ranked one and two or, or, or one and three in the country and we went to Johnny United Stadium and Towson University to watch Duke and UVA uh, square off and that was my first lacrosse game that I saw and I was just like wow man I love this the sport is awesome um, but again and 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 I had heard uh, from many that Jim Brown was one of the best lacrosse players to, to ever play, ever play the sport. But obviously, as we know, decided to play uh, in the NFL. I, I would imagine at that point in time, um, he there, there was no professional lacrosse to get into. Curious uh, if he would have played lacrosse as well as the NFL, if, if that was an opportunity for him to do so. But nonetheless, uh, I got to know Jim Brown extremely well. Being down in South Florida, he moved down to Miami, so... I played golf numerous times with Jim Brown in a, in a ton of, uh, of celebrity tournaments. Uh, we were teamed up with each other a few times. And also, um, I played a few pickup basketball games with Jim Brown at some point in time. Uh, there was a, a basketball, there, there was a, a gym in downtown Miami uh, that a number of us used to frequent. And we used to, it was a lunchtime run. And I used to go out there. So we'd, we'd play pickup basketball from like noon to two. And Jim Brown would come out and, and play pickup basketball with us. So I got to know Jim uh, when I was down there in South Florida. And uh, a really, really nice man. And again, all our, our thoughts and our prayers go out to the Brown family. And, and, you know, obviously, as we all know, one of the best football players uh, that we've seen him play, that we've seen play in the NFL. So very sad news today. So um, with that being said, I believe, you know, we've, we've got a good show lined up for you today. Obviously, a lot of NBA talk. Unfortunately, as we know, the Knicks are no longer in it. But Moke Hamilton, who covers the Knicks, is going to be joining us in about 20 minutes. Uh, we'll talk about the Heat win. By the way, get this. And again, if you watch me on Daily Wager, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, ESPN2, shameless plug, not so shameless. Um, 
the the brainiacs up in Bristol, Connecticut, uh, some of the smartest people that we have working for us at ESPN, gave the FPI, gave the Heat only a 3% chance. You believe this, guys? Only a 3% chance of winning this series. I went on Daily Wager before the series started, uh, the, the day, the night of game one, and I said, Heat are winning this series. There is something, and I don't, so put me in that 3%, right? So 90, so 99, FPI, 97% shot that the Boston Celtics would win this series. And she, and hey, listen, they still can, right? I, I mean, we're talking two games, but I think it's significant the fact that the two games that they lost were in Boston. So it's going to be tough sledding for them now, I believe, to win in Miami, especially now after you poked the Jimmy Butler bear. Uh, but nonetheless, I was that 3%. Um, you know, there's something special happening with this Miami Heat team. On, on, on paper, you look at the roster, the Boston Celtics have a better, rest, better roster than the Miami Heat. There's no denying that. Um, but there is something special going on with Jimmy Butler uh, just playing otherworldly basketball right now. It's just, it's, it's really unbelievable. Eric Sprolster, the way that he is coaching right now and, uh, and, and the supporting cast and the way the supporting cast is playing and the cohesiveness, it's just, I just feel like Miami is checking all the boxes. So we'll talk to Moke Hamilton about this Miami Heat team. I'm curious, uh, and, and I'll go online in the break. I'm curious, I'm, I, I should have done this before the show. I'm curious what the FPI chances are now in regards to the Miami Heat winning the series. But prior to the series starting, it was 3%. And and I zigged when a lot of people zagged. I think a lot of people felt the Boston Celtics would win this series. I think a lot of people felt like, well, this is the Miami Heat. They came in as an eighth seed. They beat the Bucs. As we know, they beat the Knicks. And now up two games against Boston, and they took two at on the road at Boston. That's uh, that's it's pretty significant. So I'm I'm really curious what the FPI says now. Um, you've got uh, you've got Game Three happening Sunday in Miami. Miami only a three point dog. That's it. Over under our, our favorite. Sorry, three point favorite, and the over under is two fourteen. So we'll do a deeper dive into this Miami Heat Boston series. Also later on tonight, you've got Denver and the Lakers going at it. Denver up two zero in that series. So uh, the Lakers back at home, though. Denver not as good on the road as they are at home. The Lakers favored by five and a half, just FYI. So we'll talk about the two series that are still remaining. Um, also, I'm curious to get Co- Moke's, Moke Hamilton, uh, his, uh, his opinion in regard to what can we expect for the Miami Heat as we head into the summer. Um, I know we had Bobby Marks on last week, so uh, and and I think there's a lot of optimism right now around this Knicks team in regard to their base. Uh, who's returning next year? I'm sure that we're going to see Josh Hart return, and uh, and see if there's there are any players out there, whether it's free agents or guys that potentially the Miami Heat could trade for uh, that Moak has on his radar. So excited to get Moak Hamilton on the program, Randy Robles. From the Elias Sports Bureau is a few miles north of us uh, at Oak Hill Country Club, home of the PGA Championship that's taking place right now. And Scotty Scheffler, no surprise, along with Corey Connors and Hovland are all at the top leaderboard at five under. This has been a very difficult 
course to play the first two days. Now a lot of rain like here. They're just five miles north of us. They're dealing with some rain conditions today as well, which, you know, some players play better in the rain. Some players play worse. Here's what the rain does. It definitely makes the course softer. So I think we're going to see a lot of people like to call Saturday moving day. So I think we're going to see some players move and, uh, and, and have a better situation and get into contention uh, to compete heading into Sunday. So uh, Randy Robles, who is there at Oak Hill Country Club, is going to join us on the show. We'll talk some PGA Championship. Also, Vince Roth uh, from Final Furlong. He previewed the Kentucky Derby for us. I have him coming back and previewing the Preakness. Big news with the Preakness. Unfortunately, now we're down to, we were at eight. Now we're down to seven horses today. 6.50 p.m. is post time. Uh, that will be racing for the Preakness. Mage, who won the Kentucky Derby, will be competing as well. This is the second leg. Mage wins this. Boy, the Belmont is going to be a hot ticket to get. Potentially, Mage wins this. And obviously, we'll have an opportunity to win the, the, the Belmont stakes in order to, of course, get that so elusive uh, Triple Crown award. So that's going to be huge. As always, it is Saturday, so Joe Wiz will join us for some picks and plays. And also we've got a big boxing bout taking place tonight. Harvey, our producer, is really excited about it. Bernardino Ozoa is going to join us. Actually, he joined me on my Bet Digital show earlier this week previewing uh, this fight. And so we'll hear from him and getting you ready for the fight. Harvey's really stoked about it. Curious, are you are are you as well? 800-919-3776. So again, nothing outstanding, no breaking news today. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. The Rangers, the Devils, uh, the Knicks no longer in the postseason. Woe is me. But still, a lot happening in our wide, wide world of sport, and we're going to get you ready for it all. 800-919-3776. I know we've got some callers wanting to chime in. Zach wants to talk about the Preakness. Richard wants to talk about Jim Brown. Guys, we'll get you when we get back. 800-919-3776. Nina Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, today's game rained out. So now you got a double header, and we're thinking Max Scherzer and Verlander. How about that one-two punch for Mets fans uh, heading out to the stadium tomorrow? Good for you. Mets have won three straight. Hopefully that can continue. The Yankees, they're in Cincinnati. Emotional series for Booney. Since him and his family have such rich ties there to the Reds organization, they beat Cincinnati 6-2. Aaron Judge, seven home runs in seven games, picking up where he left off uh, after that hip injury and um and and of course last season Rizzo had a home run as well today they're back at it at four o'clock so uh 800-919-3776 the phone number let's get your calls we've got Mo Hamilton who's going to be joining us momentarily so I want to get everybody in as quickly as possible let's go to Zach in the Bronx Zach wants to talk about Preakness Zach what's up Anita good afternoon you're the best love listening to you love the show you have during the week um, I want to you. get your thoughts on the Preakness, and if you would allow me very quickly, I believe you're an intelligent person. I don't want your feedback. But John Fisher needs to sell the Open A's. This Las Vegas move is the biggest scam in the 21st history when it comes to sports. It's a real shame. But otherwise, I would love to hear your thoughts on the Preakness. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you got it, Zach. Um, I understand what you're saying. Thanks for the phone call. I'm sure A's fans are uh, are really frustrated with the season that they're having. In regard to the Preakness, uh, I've got Vince Roth from Final Furlong who's going to be joining me at 1.30 this afternoon in a little over an hour, Zach. So I would highly recommend you tune in that segment. Him and I are going to do a deep dive. Again, there's only seven horses. Uh, this is the leanest field for the Preakness since, I want to say, 1986, if I remember what the stat is. So uh, first mission the number eight horse, that was the horse that I felt was really going to give Mage a run for his money, unfortunately was scratched. Uh, the veteran, uh, veteran, the veterinarians uh, decided that it would be wise to scratch first mission. So uh, you've got Mage, you've got Blazing Sevens now, who I think is going to be the one horse that can push Mage, but I think uh, Mage really has this in the bag, just my two cents. National Treasure as well uh, could be somewhat of a threat, the one horse. Some of my long shots are Red Route 1 and Perform, the 5 and the 6 horse. But again, we'll do a deeper dive with Vince Roth from Final Furlong, who's going to be joining us at 1.30 this afternoon. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, let's go to Rob in New Jersey. Rob, welcome in. Good afternoon. How you doing, Anita? Hi. Anita, here, here's my thing. I need you and Mina Kimes to have your own show because you guys are awesome. And my second question is, I'm a diehard Niner fan, and I'll listen to the question and I'm going to hang up, is this. Do you think the 49ers got a terrible schedule this year? I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to listen to your answers. Do I think the 49ers have a terrible schedule this year? Um, Let's call them up because I don't have it in front of me. Um, Okay, so uh, they start off at Pittsburgh. Then they're at the Rams, Giants, Cardinals, Cowboys, Browns, Vikings, Bengals, Jags, Bucks, Seattle Eagles, um, Ravens, Washington. Um, 
I don't I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's horrible. I mean, they start the season. Their first two games are on the road. I, I, I think they're going to the, the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers week one, I think, is going to be interesting because we don't know who's going to be their starting quarterback. Is Purdy uh, going to be ready uh, coming off that shoulder surgery? Um, I, I was never a fan of uh, Trey, Trey Lance. If, if you listen to me and you have for a while, I'm really big into the draft. You know how I felt. Uh, I think they should have drafted Mac Jones, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't believe that uh, that Trey Lance is going to be their starting quarterback. There's a chance that uh, uh, Sam Darnold is going to be their starting quarterback week one. And they have to go to Pittsburgh with that defense. Mm, I think that's going to be tough. So, uh, and, and then they're, they're at the Rams who, let's be honest, the Rams are, are in, I'll call it rebuilding mode, even though Rams fans probably don't want to phrase it as such. Uh, and those who cover the Rams don't want to phrase it as such, but like, this is the bed that they made. They have to sleep in it. This is what happens when you, you know, bolster your, your roster with all free agents and you don't have anything that's homegrown. Um, and then they've got to take on the Giants. Uh, which I think is going to be uh, tough sledding because I think we all expect the Giants to be better this year. Uh, they're going to have to go up against the NFC East, which I, I think, you know, Cowboys are going to be better. Of course, uh, we saw what the Eagles were able to do, especially in the draft, uh, lock and reload that defense, which is good. Um, I think there's going to be a tough schedule. I want to say the over-under win total for the Seattle uh, for the San Francisco 49ers is 10.5. I would play the under there, by the way. Um, I think it's going to be some tough, tough sledding for them this season. Let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, welcome in. Hi, Anita. Jim Brown. You can't mm-hmm. get bigger than him. And, you know, it's ironic. Jim Brown, Bill Russell, and Muhammad Ali, they were all around the same age. And they were just as important after they left their sports than they were while they were playing for different reasons. Now, you had other guys like Willie Mays and Sandy Koufax. You never really heard from them much, and they were great players. But Jim Brown, I mean, he was the first athlete, black or white, who went into acting in big movies. I mean, he did 100 Rifles with Raquel Welch and uh, The Dirty Dozen, Lee Marvin, Telly Savalas. He was fantastic as a football player. There was nobody better. Nobody. Never missed a game. Running back, six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounds. I mean, him against Sam Huff. Those were legendary fights when those guys played against each other. Each other, Giants and the uh, Browns. He played in the '64 championship game. I'll never forget. They beat the Baltimore Colts, and that was a big upset at the time because the Colts had Unitas, Lenny Moore, Gino Marchetti, all of those guys, uh, Raymond Berry, and the Browns upset them, and it was all because of Jim Brown. The next year, the Browns lost to the Green Bay Packers in the mud. I'll never forget that. And what he did made so much sense. He says, why should I get my brains beat out? You know, Art Modell, the owner, you know, was trying to be cheap with him, didn't want to give him the money threatened to fine him $100 a day if he didn't show up for training camp. He says, ah, listen, I'm going to make movies. And he, a good-looking man. And then after that, with his activism, and whenever he spoke, boy, you really listened because he really spoke from the heart. 
you know, Ali was a little bit, you know, kidding around-ish, but Ali meant the same thing. Jim Brown was, he was, oh, true to the money. And, you know, he would have been a great lacrosse player if they had a professional lacrosse league when he came out of Syracuse. Yeah. But uh, one last thing, Anita, one last thing. When Uh he came came in the NFL in 1957, and he came in young. He was only 21 years old. He came out an hour, a year early for some reason. He was only 21. Tom Landry was the New York Giant defensive coordinator in 57. He designed the defense specifically to stop Jim Brown. He was that a fr- and they never did that in the NFL in those days. He had Sam Huff tra- uh, 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 guard- uh, trailing him, all shadowing him all the time as a rookie. 1957, he was unbelievable. He uh, there was a, there's a, a, a rumor that said that he never got tackled behind the line of scrimmage. He was always square into the line of scrimmage and going forward. He he was unbelievable. I mean, I was eight, seven, eight years old, nine years old when he played, but I remembered all those times up until I was ten years old in 65, and I loved watching Jim Brown play. I mean, you know, well, Richard, they weren't on Richard, TV we, that much. Richard, we, 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 appre- we, appreciate, we appreciate the history lesson, Richard. Never, never in doubt, never in doubt that we will get a history lesson from Richard at some point in time uh, when a, a famous uh, icon legend passes away. Richard, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, quick break. We come back. Moke Hamilton will join us next. Let's dive into some NBA talk right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, again, let, let's circle back in regard to uh, the Miami Heat taking care of uh, the Boston Celtics last night. Jimmy Butler, 27 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, that bear was poked. Grant Williams uh, coming in and, uh, and, and poking the bear. At, do you guys have the sound from, uh, from Jimmy talking about how uh, just that encounter kind of you do? All right, let's let us let us play that. Yes, he did. Um, but that's just competition at its finest. Um, he hit a big shot, started talking to me. I like that. I'm, I'm all for that. It, it makes me key in a lot more. It pushes that will that I have to win a lot more. It makes me smile. It, it does. When when people talk to me, I'm like, okay, I know I'm, I'm a decent player. If you want to talk to me out of everybody that you can talk to, I don't know. It's just it's just competition. I, I, I do respect him, though. He He's a big part of what they try to do. He switches. He can shoot the ball. Um, I just don't know if I'm the best person to talk to. <laughs> Uh, so when that incident happened, the Miami Heat outscored the Boston Celtics 24 to 9. Um, 
uh, I, I just, listen, I'm, I'm someone, I, I believe in bulletin board material. I believe in poking a bear. And I think the last thing you want to do if, if, if you're poking any bear is the last person you want, especially in this, in this postseason, is Jimmy Butler. That's for sure. So again, uh, after that encounter with Grant Williams, the Miami Heat went on a run and outscored the Boston Celtics 24-9. to uh, Bam Adebayo had uh, 22 points and 17 rebounds. The team as a whole, now I just want to share these stats with you. I thought this was interesting. So the team as a whole, 9 of 26 from 3, which is 34.6%. But here's the thing. The Boston Celtics shot only 28% from behind the arc. Okay. So you still had Tatum. Here's the thing. You still had Tatum put up 34. Uh, Jalen Brown had set 16 points, four rebounds, three assists. But what was the biggest difference? A few things. Number one, like I said, the three-point shooting. So even though 34.6, nothing to really write home about for the Miami Heat, but just the mere fact, defensively, uh, they held Boston to 28%. Obviously, they won there. Um, the turnovers. For some reason, Tatum and Jalen Brown just turned the ball over a lot to the Miami Heat. To- combined, they each, had they, they, not each, but combined, Tatum and, and Jalen Brown had seven turnovers. The team had a total of 15. So uh, the Heat, their team had a total of 10. So the Heat won not only with the three-point shooting percentage, but also the turnover battle. And then rebounding. The Heat had 45 rebounds. The Boston Celtics had 35 rebounds. Because the team's pretty much shot, you know, the Heat 45.7%. That was their shooting percentage. And I want to say the Boston Celtics were somewhere around the same. But the biggest difference was the three-point shooting, the rebounding and the turnovers. Those were that; those three were the biggest difference. And and of course, as I said, poking the bear uh, with <laughs> with Jimmy Butler sending the Heat on a twenty four nine run against Boston. Um, this is uh, a- another thing, and and you got to give credit where credits due in regard to uh, um, Eric Spolstra, right? Making the right substitutions when need be. And coming out with the right game plan and from the get-go, not just, it's interesting, right? Like there's a lot of NBA coaches that come in to a series and they're like, all right, we're going to go with our bread and butter and what's been working for us this this postseason or or in the regular season, and then we'll adjust accordingly. It's not what Eric Spolstra does. Eric Spolstra looks at the matchup and believes in his game plan and what he needs, like, the Miami Heat and, and Eric, they make the changes immediately. There's no like, all right, let's go in with what's been working for us in the postseason. Let's go in with what's been working with us in the regular season. Then we'll make our changes based on um, if we have success or not. It's not what Spolster does. He looks at the matchup and says, okay, we're going to be better with... And last night, it was Caleb Martin and uh, and Robinson. Uh Coming off the bench, Caleb Martin, 25 points. Robinson, Duncan Robinson, 15 points. Um, and, and that really was the biggest difference. So now this is a Boston Celtics team down 0-2. Now they have to leave home and head to Miami, the white out. Miami is favored by three. The over-under is 214. Miami is 24-28 and 28 
and Eastern Conference games this season. Boston is 34 and 18. But these are, let's be honest, these are two teams that are night and day in the postseason than what we saw in the regular season. Night and day. Something special is happening here with this Miami Heat team. Beyond just Jimmy Butler. And when you talk to, when you, not just NBA, across the board, NHL, NFL, when you talk to, to, to teams that win championships, they will tell you it's, it's, it's something beyond in regard to the team chemistry and, and what the, the belief in one another, the camaraderie. And, I, and we are witnessing this with this Miami Heat team. This is a much different Miami Heat team that finished as the eighth seed to get into the postseason, that took care of the Bucs, that beat the Knicks, and now are up 2-0, taking two from Boston at home, on the road in Boston. And also, here's where it gets better for the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, and, and as I said, really big part of them winning game two is their three-point shooting, shooting 34.6%, where the Boston Celtics only shot 28%. Well, Miami is better at home shooting the three. So in the regular season, Miami on the road, three-point shooting percentage, 32%. At home, 36%. So you've got to expect them to to shoot three-pointers even better at home than they did on the road. As for Boston, they get worse on the road, which, uh, you know, I'm not breaking news here. I, I think that's, that's understandable, right? Teams typically play better uh, at home than they do on the road. But this is such a, a, an important factor as to why the Miami Heat have, have beaten the, the Boston Celtics twice already. And now they're going back home, the whiteout, the crowd, the excitement, the electricity. they got to be feeling really good about themselves. Um, I think um, Boston's getting outcoached because it's, 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 not just, it's not just Eric Spolstra against the Boston Celtics. It's, 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 it's Spolstra against the league. A lot of people feel feel that he is the best coach in the NBA. And now Miami goes back home where they're shooting threes even better. Uh, watch out. I do like this Miami Heat team. And, um, and they're getting three. The Miami Heat are getting three at home. Ridiculous. It's interesting. Like, what are these, like, what are these odds makers, what, are, what do they know that we don't? That the Miami Heat now are up 2-0 in the series, taking two in Boston. Now they come home, and now they're getting three at home? Are you kidding me? I'm curious. What gives? 800-919-3776. What makes you think that this Miami... Where's the respect here? Or where? why the disrespect? Why is the Miami Heat not favored at home after taking two on the road against Boston? I don't get it. 800-919-3776. Nina Marks with you. Uh, We'll be right back. Right here on 90.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. All those games, um, more than anything, it just makes you realize how tough it is. Uh, it, it really is tough, um, you know, to win. It's even tougher to win in the playoffs. Uh, and then you're playing against a, a very good basketball team in Boston. You know, we've, we've just had a lot of uh, reps on learning how to deal with a lot of different emotions. I mean, there were, there were so many different uh, ebbs and flows of, of that game. You know, you, you start to wrap your mind around that it's going to be a long game, 48 minutes, and you got to win skirmishes. You know, we had to battle through deficits in both halves, uh, but we showed that grit and perseverance uh, to be able to hang in there and then, you know, make some plays. Eric Spolstra. Arguably having his best season as a head coach. In the NBA, that's for sure. Uh, 800-919-3776. Vinny wants to explain to me why the uh, Celtics are favored. Please, Vinny, I'm all ears. I appreciate you taking my call. Thank you. So the point of a point spread, the whole reason it exists, is not really to predict the outcome. It's to get an equal amount of bets or as close to an equal amount of bets on each side, right? So when you bet... The favorite, or you bet the underdog, if, if it goes 50-50, right, if half people bet each side, each bet's going to be like minus 110, and then the bookies make the money on that 10%. That's ultimately the goal. The bookies don't want 75 80 90% of the money on one side, because if they do, then, then they have to lay off, and if they can't lay off, then they'll get creamed if that side wins, right? So the bookies aren't in business to gamble. They're in business to make money on on the on the vig on on the on that ten percent or fifteen percent, right? So in this particular case, now they're down two no. They've been dom- they've been getting dominated Boston, and now they go on the road. If you made Miami say an eight or nine point favorite at home, right? Which all things being considered, if you watch and I watch it, you figure that sounds about right you'd have 75 80% of the betting public pounding Boston because they're backed up against the wall. You don't see many sweeps in the NBA. And because people look at seeds like they really matter. So they're like, oh, well, they're the number two seed playing an eight seed. So the bookies want to avoid that. So they put a spread out there that's confusing. And you're looking at it, it confuses you. And you're like, what the heck? Why, why are they getting three? 
And then it looks obvious, and it's like, oh, well, they're getting three, they're at home, uh, let me take them. And if they get half on each side, let's put it this way, mark my words, Boston's winning game three. They're not going to get swept. The NBA wants the series going farther, and that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, and, and they put a spread out to confuse you. Um, Vinny, I, I, I totally understand. Thanks for the phone call. I totally understand what you're saying. The, the bookies don't make the spread. The odds makers make the spread. Um, and, and a lot of them, you know, obviously try to follow suit. I just, I, I don't, I, I just, for me, I, like even Miami, I, and, and Vinny, I beg to differ. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Miami Heat win this game at home. Uh, I love Miami Heat on the money line at plus 130. It's probably how I'm going to play it. Let's go to Andy in a car. Andy, you're up. How's it going, Anita? Hi. Um, by the way, I'm actually a professional uh, NBA Futures player and a former colleague of Mo Hamilton. And my take on this is that the odds makers are just <laughs> totally not knowing what they're looking at. They, they see Gabe Vincent and Max Struess understand how the names on the back of the jerseys are a lot better than they, what they perceive them at. And now look at even the series lines. Think about this. Boston is down 0-2 going to Miami, and they're giving the Celtics a better chance than the Lakers to win their series down 0-2 going back to L.A. They're, they're totally misreading the heat. That, that's my estimation of it. So, so as of right now, and thanks for the phone call, Andy. Really do appreciate it. Uh, the Miami Heat to win the series right now is minus one seventy. The Boston Celtics plus one forty five. Um, the Denver Nuggets, as we know, they're up on the series two zero against the Lakers, but they won their two at home. They're going up against the Lakers later on tonight. I'll I'll do a deep dive into that series coming your way in the next hour. Uh, the Denver Nuggets minus one. Minus 450, which means if you're not a huge gambler, what does that mean? It means you're laying $450 down to win $100. So every $450 down you win, you lose, you, every $450 that you put down, you have the opportunity to win $100 if, of course, the Denver Nuggets win the West. Uh, the Lakers are at plus 350. In regards to the championship, Denver Nuggets are favored to win the championship at minus 115. Celtics plus 320, which, of course, is, is uh, what, our last caller was alluding to that the odds makers, um, you know, are, are, are still giving the Boston Celtics uh, more, more credibility uh, and more respect than the Miami heat uh, to win the NBA finals at plus four fifty, And of course the Lakers to win the NBA championship at seven to one. Those are what the, the, the odds are right now. Um, let's go to uh, Lavelle calling in from Yonkers. Lavelle, welcome in. Hey, Anita, huge fan, huge fan of your thank work. You. Um, thank you, thank so I, I just think, <laughs> yeah, you're great, um, especially football. I think you know more about football than anybody on ESPN, and I'll, I'll die on that hill. Um, so I think what we're seeing now with Eric Spolstra is proof that coaching still matters. I know it doesn't matter as much as the NFL, but it really matters. And as a Knicks fan, I wasn't one of these Knicks fans that was happy we, we got the heat because – a lot of Nick fans think that the, the gritty Nick identity is a Nick thing. No, it's a Pat Riley thing. And, and Eric Spolstra is his protege. Eric Spolstra is a video guy. That's how he started. He, he knows how to watch film. So you, I love how you brought out he doesn't he, – he 
he doesn't just say, I'll see what happens. He plans for everything, every game, mm-hmm. every half. He plans and strategizes out. So my, my thing to the as a Knicks fan is I don't like Tom Thibodeau. I feel like I'm in a, a, a soundproof booth screaming at the top of my lungs and no one hears me. He's not a great coach, but he just gets called that because of his years with Derrick Rose. He's a very basic coach. And, and you know, Emmanuel quickly that first year, that rookie year, said, oh, you know, he, he's on us about defense, but as far as offense, he just lets us ball. That just, I was like, oh, we're doomed. That's not how you coach, especially not at an elite playoff level. So we, we need, if you have a team like Miami that doesn't have any superstars but has really gritty dog players, you need that elite coach to play chess against the other coach. But Thibodeau plays checkers. He just, I'm going to play my same guys. Like, you you brought out so many good points. Like, I got, this is my bread and butter. I'm going to stick with these guys. I'm not even going to let a Fournier, who was our best three-point shooter, get 30 seconds of play time just to get us a, a three real quick. So we need a coach, I, and I don't know who's out there. I don't, I don't know who's in the organization. Or it's, it's probably going to be somebody who's a no-name. But we need someone like Spolstra, a strategist. If you don't have the superstars, you need a strategist. And I don't think any superstars are coming here. We boo our own players. We have horrible taxes in New York. we got to stop thinking the savior's coming. we just got to find great basketball people to run the Knicks. So we're seeing the power of that with the Heat right now. Uh, Lavelle, you're, you're spot on, and I appreciate your, your call. You're spot on in regard to Eric Spolstra. Again, born and raised in Miami. I, I knew Eric back when, I actually, I met him in a club on South Beach when he was a young pup. And I'll never forget, I was, hey, what do you do for a living? And he's like, oh, I, I'm a tape guy for the Miami Heat. I was like, what does that mean? He's like, I just watch a lot of tape, and I tell them what I think about the opposing teams. <laughs> and now look at him. So, uh, and... And, and I will say this, like a really, really great dude, like a really, really nice guy. So uh, couldn't be more thrilled for, for Eric Spolstra, that's for sure. And so deserving. Uh, his father was a basketball coach, so grew up in a basketball family. And, and uh, you know, I, I wouldn't even, Pat Riley might even be his godfather, by the way. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure on that, but Pat Riley really close to uh, Eric Spolstra's father. And so, um, so this has been in the making since birth. <laughs> in regard to Eric Spolstra and, and Pat Riley. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing, that storyline that's there with them. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Uh, we're also going to kick off hour number two, where we've got Randy Robles, who's going to be joining us from Oak Hill. It's rainy here. It's rainy up there as well. But it's not only is it rainy, it's rainy and colder up there, of course, near Syracuse, Oak Hill Country Club. We'll find out the latest with the PGA Championship. Also, this hour, we're getting ready for Preakness. 6.50 p.m. is post time. Uh, Leg two of the Triple Crown, Vince Roth from Final Furlong will be joining us as well. So, uh, PGA Championship, second leg of the four majors in the PGA Tour, on the PGA Tour. And, of course, the Preakness, second leg of the Triple Crown. Uh, All of that coming your way this next hour. Pat, Mike, I see you. Hang tight. We'll get your calls. I promise. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN.